Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the That Shouldn't Move and That's Too Many edition. Oh, my God. <laughs> I This is like the one time where I'm like, I don't think I can connect this to butts. Oh, this is totally about butts. This is totally about butts? Of course. <laughs> of course. Butts that shouldn't be moving and are too many? What? <laughs> so, yeah. I'm Why not? alarmed. Why not? Um <laughs> Today is in betweeny 068, an animal with a transient anus. Why? <laughs> and a creature with 1,300 legs. I'm so lost. I. <sighs> I mean. Yeah, take your time. What is a transient anus? Mm. It sounds like a punk band. <laughs> it does. It sounds amazing. I would sounds... absolutely see them live. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. As a real thing, though, yeah. I don't. I just. No, no idea. Yeah, you're very wide-eyed and very concerned. I'm um. so concerned. <laughs> I did just wake up from a nap, so I'm yeah. like especially like alarmed, alarmed mm-hmm. and gullible. You yeah. can really make me believe anything <laughs> right now. Well, it's fucking real, that's for sure. Mm. Um, well, at first, I'm Jill Chacha, and I am with just, just absolutely flabbergasted Marissa Riley. That's me. <laughs> I'm here. I'm confused, but I'm excited. <laughs> Because I have very strong coffee, and I am pumped. That's right. Yeah. Trump pumped for transient anus. No Trump. <laughs> yes. I know. I am pumped for a transient was, anus. That was just uh, trauma. Trauma. Just Left residual coming. trauma. Yes, exactly. I think it's just actually regular trauma. <laughs> it's all 24-7. Uh, yeah, transient anus. Uh, what, well, what, what does the word transient mean to you? I know there's like a real definition, but I'm, and I've used it in a sentence, but I'm yeah. not positive, but a moving anus. There you go. Oh, look, I did it. <laughs> Forget everything I said about not knowing something. It means it's a moving anus. That's right. That's so weird. Weird. <laughs> yes, so it is. weird. Yeah, it's going to get even weirder. It's going to okay. be great. Uh, if this is your first time listening, wow, welcome to the flock. <laughs> welcome to the flock. What a way to start. <laughs> uh, as you can tell, Dr. Riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's true. I had no idea what we were going to talk about. Not even a hint. Every once in a while, Jill will give me a hint. I didn't get a hint this week. No. And I am alarmed, <laughs> excited, confused. The image of a transient anus in my brain is cartoonish. And pornographic at the same time. That's the show. It does, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, that, that pretty much sums up everything we do. Cartoonish and pornographic. Yeah. Um, we didn't even get to the 1,300 legs yet. That's, I'm not even ready. <laughs> I'm not even ready to wrap my mind. I'm going to wait until we cross that bridge. That's the other half of the I show. I think it's a bug. Uh, uh-huh. That's okay. my theory. That's is, good. I think it's a bug. And if it's not, I'm going to be so stressed. <laughs> So stressed, but yeah. yes. Okay. Well, I guess we should begin. We absolutely should. Okay. What better way to start the new year uh, than with a transient anus? So to do this, <laughs> <laughs> to do this, we need to travel back in time to my favorite year, the year no one remembers. You want to say it with me now? Yeah. 2019. 2019. That's right. So much apparently happened this year while we were like busy being normal and having yeah. no idea what lay ahead of us. Yeah. Apparently a ton of shit happened. A ton of shit happened in 2019, but I barely remember any of it. I don't remember any of it. What a boring year. So uh, not only is it 2019, but we're inside the Marine Biological Laboratory in the aptly named town of Woods Hole, Massachusetts. 
can't make this up. Are you serious? Yes, it's Woods There's Hole. There's a place called Woods Hole, Massachusetts. Yep. Yeah, and this discovery was made. Well, what, we'll are, what, what is the name of their uh, football team? The <laughs> anal polyps? I don't know. <laughs> joke i'm so sorry i love the mascot though i love it it's just like a pink mass with arms and legs just running around so so uncomfortable was that terrible no that was genius oh my god i hope the listeners stay uh please love us follow us on well it's interesting pod please um so it was it's all i can think about now thank you you're welcome uh, it was here uh, where Dr. Sidney Tam made a truly remarkable, one-of-a-kind discovery. Now, before we get into that, though, we need to make a few introductions. Okay, okay. okay. <clears throat> a little bit about Dr. Tam. He's a professor of biology and holds a PhD in the field. Amazing. And, and boy, howdy. The guy just loves animals called comb jellies, which okay. yeah, which also go by the fancy technical name of tinafores. Uh, fun fact... It's not spelled any way it sounds. I'm staring at the word right now. I would never in a million years say tinaforms. I would yeah. say kinetophores. Yeah, right? It starts with a C. Catinophores. <laughs> right? That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. It makes, yeah. I had, okay. I had to look it up. I'm glad I did because it's tinaphores. Glad you did too. Now, comb jellies are not to be confused with another species, our friend, the jellyfish. Love a jellyfish. Oh, my God. I love a jellyfish. They're fucking incredible. They're some of the wildest, wackiest, fucking mind-blowing creatures on the planet. It's true. And there can be, and I certainly hope there is, an entire podcast dedicated to explaining why jellyfish are basically aliens on Earth. They really are. They are here. Yeah, they are here. (laughs) That's right. They have arrived. Uh, But we're not going to get into every detail as to why because uh, it's just too many, but I thought, let's drop a few interesting things about jellyfish, because okay. I can't pass that up. No, no, yeah. no, no. We have, so, to, we have to talk about it. Yeah. So what do you say, Dr. Marissa? Would you like to take turns reading off some fun jellyfish stuff before we get into comb jelly stuff? Absolutely. All right. So all of this info is from treehugger.com. Uh, take it away, Dr. Marissa. Absolutely. All right. Quote, a group of dolphins is called a pod, a group of fish is called a school, and a group of crows is called a murder. But what is a group of jellyfish called? Many refer to groups of jellyfish as blooms or swarms, but they can also be called a smack. A smack. A smack of jellyfish. Uh, all jellyfish have nematocytes or stinging structures. But the power of their stings can vary widely depending on the species. Right. Uh, most, the most venomous jellyfish in the world is probably the box jellyfish. Heard of it. Capable of killing an adult human with a single sting in just a few minutes. I didn't know that. <laughs> Never going back to the ocean again. Great. <laughs> uh, it gets better. Each box jellyfish reportedly carries enough venom to kill more than 60 humans. One jellyfish. One jellyfish. All right. Continuing the quote, some jellyfish are so tiny, they are practically invisible, floating in the ocean's currents. The smallest have bell discs from just 0.5 millimeters to a few millimeters in diameter. That's so cute. By contrast, the world's largest jellyfish are true monsters. (laughs) The lion's mane jellyfish might be the world's longest with tentacles that can extend as far as a hundred and twenty feet. Side note for context, that's about two and a half times as tall as the Hollywood sign. Oh, that's so cute. (laughs) 
But perhaps the world's largest jellyfish by weight and diameter is the titanic Nomura's jellyfish, which can dwarf a human diver. Fuck. These beasts uh, can have a bell diameter of six and a half feet across and weigh as much as 440 pounds. It's too big. That's too big. That's too big. So uh, there is at least one species of jellyfish, uh, Teratopsis nutricula. Mm. Nailed it. Uh, that may be able to cheat death. What? When threatened, this species is capable of undergoing cellular transdifferentiation. End quote. Don't worry, I looked it up. Okay, I mean, yeah. I want to learn this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah. Is it learnable? Can I take a class? Maybe. <laughs> that, I'll take that as a no. Uh, <laughs> that's the, the only. That's my way of saying no. Is maybe. <laughs> maybe that's nice. Uh, so my brain exploded when I looked it up. As the whole process, because part of it we don't even know how it works exactly. Right. But here's the best I can do to sum it up for you. Okay. Um, it's basically a reset button. Okay. For cells about to die or cells that get too old. Uh, the species is theoretically immortal. Oh my God. Uh, very long story short, it hits that reset button, morphs into a ball of tissue and stem cells, and attaches itself to the ocean floor. Okay. In a few days, it becomes a genetically identical polyp, word of the day, uh, which pops off cloned, vibrant, healthy jellyfish. It's insane. Oh my God. Yeah. It's genius. And it's also genius. gross. Yes. <laughs> you turn into a polyp uh-huh. and then you distribute more of yourself. There you go. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Yeah. I, I have nothing else to add. I'm just like <laughs> staring at you. Yeah, sort of staring at each other. It's, wow. Okay. Now that process is complex as fuck. Yeah. But thankfully, generally, jellyfish are super simple when it comes to eating and shitting. Uh, their gut has only one opening, which functions as both a mouth and an anus. Easy does it. <laughs> so, one whole wonder. Now, speaking of anuses, um, this brings us to our comb jelly friends. Uh, first, they look n- they look a little different than jellyfish. Okay. And according to Dr. Tam, their bodily functions are poorly understood. Okay. That's why he dove headfirst in studying the unfortunately named warty comb jelly that's rough that's rough on the playground <laughs> let me right. tell you yeah now dr marissa i have a photo of little warty oh. uh please tell us what this animal looks like we've definitely seen them before you'll recognize it once you see the photo okay. uh and all photos we talk about today will be on our social media stuff so please come on by and take please a look do. at this transient anus <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen this before. Really? I have no idea what this is. Really? I, it looks like a ring you would buy at a toy store. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't know how to even begin to describe. It's, it's alien. It's a very alien thing. It's like, a, mm-hmm. it kind of looks like a jellyfish, um, except the gooey, uh, what's it called? The The... Mushroom cat part kind of curls into a circle. Yeah. And it's full of little like vertebra things that look like it's full of little lights lights Mm -hmm. that are stripes. I, you're going to have to look at this okay. picture, y'all, because I am I, I am not creative enough to describe. I don't have the words. I, I, I don't have a real doctorate. Unlike anything you've seen, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's yeah. completely weird. Yeah, it, it 
So my not so graceful description is a plastic bag with twinkly lights on the inside. That's, That's better I- than what I did. <laughs> I it, it really looks like if you went to a weird toy store. I grew up in Austin, so we had like specialty toy stores, like this place called Toy Joy, where yeah. where it had like toys that you didn't actually want to play with. It was just like crap <laughs> that was like cool to look at, and yeah. this looks like a a, a type of piece of jewelry yeah. they would sell there. This looks like something from the Sharper Image, is what you're saying. Like kind of, yeah. It looks great, no use for it. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna <laughs> take it home and never think about it again. Okay, okay. Um, so. Let's give it an official description. Okay. Uh, ChesapeakeBay.net does a really great job. Um, Quoting them, comb jellies have transparent jelly-like bodies with bright iridescent color bands made up of tiny hairs called combs. Uh, The bands divide the body into eight symmetrical parts. I I mean, I want to say that description helps describe it. (laughs) It really doesn't. It just adds (laughs) to the confusion. But yes, that is correct. That is what I'm looking at. They're also ghostly beautiful, too. They're, yes. Also. And if you take a look at this photo, it's it's surrounded by pitch blackness. Uh, and that's because some comb jellies can live as far down as 24,000 feet. Of course they can. Yeah. Of course <laughs> they can. Yeah. Overachieving. Yeah. But back to our warty. Yes. Who, it was previously believed, had a permanent anus. Yeah. Just like every animal does, right? We sure. all do. We all, yeah. Okay. Well, that belief, though, was merely a belief. No one had really looked Okay. That is until Dr. Tam grabbed, it, grabbed a video microscopy and went to town on a few members of this species. Okay. Dr. Marissa, according to NewScientist.com, what magic was witnessed? I would love to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, when Tam studied the warty comb jelly, he could not find its anus. <laughs> Oh, man. Only when the animals are actually defecating does a tiny opening appear. And it disappears again straight afterwards. It is not visible when the animal is not pooping, says Tam. Their words, not mine. There's no trace under the microscope. It's invisible to me. He observes, uh, his observations show there is no permanent connection between the gut and the rear of the body. <laughs> Instead, as waste accumulates, part of the gut starts to balloon out until it touches the outer layer or epidermis. The gut then fuses with the epidermis, forming an anal opening or anal pore. Mm-hmm. Once excretion is complete, the process reverses and the anus vanishes. End quote. I would be wrong to not, it would be wrong to not mention like, yeah. first of all, this is wild. This is wild. (laughs) And second of all, I think this is like a lot of people's dreams is to just have an anus that's only there when you need it. That's a dream, huh? (laughs) I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It could be confused, like, like it could be, I don't know, convenient in some way, but it also could be, also, what if it just, like, happened? Like, what if you were, like, out and about and suddenly... That's true. You had an anus hole, like, in your forehead. What if you had to fart and your anus wasn't there? (laughs) Where would it go? We asked the hard questions on, well, that's That's right. (laughs) That's right. You were thinking it and I said it out loud. What about the farts? <laughs> no, but they're... Back to not wanting an anus. Sometimes it's just like... <laughs> I don't know. I just don't use mine that much except for like one thing. Sure. And so sometimes I'm like... 
Do I need it? Like, do I really need, I need this? extra baggage? <laughs> and, I, and, it, it, and the answer is yes. Yes, you do. Yeah, you do. You do. I am not capable of what this creature is capable. It's pretty magical. Oh. It's a magical thing. It's beautiful. So, my friends, this is, as far as we know, the only animal with no permanent asshole. So, a round of applause for this uh, amazing creature. So, why, <laughs> why is this important to know? Well, Tam theorizes that this gut bulging and fusing with the epidermis to form an anus hole may be how the anus evolved as we know it. Oh. Yeah, think about it. And, oh. and as you're thinking about that, you could also imagine this. The warty's gut and epidermis are a mere, are a mere single cell layer thick. Oh my God. So lucky for them, pooping happens real quick and like clockwork. So get ready to be jealous. Okay? I already was and I <laughs> will be more so. So Tam discovered adults who are a wee two inches in length. Oh, they're so tiny. So tiny. They poop every hour. Must be nice. Yeah. And larvae poop every 10 minutes. Oh, my God. So that was his day timing warty shits, and I'm sure he was thrilled. But I in, know I am. <laughs> Dr. In doc, yeah, I could speak. In Dr. Tam's spare time, he's been looking at other comb jellies, and as of today, they all have assholes. So the warty remains the sole title holder of being asshole free. So good for the warty. Yeah. What? <laughs> this is on our planet. It is. This blows our mi- this blows our minds. I can't speak for everyone. This blows my mind. Yeah. Does it blow your mind? Totally blown. This blows our minds. It fart hole right through the forehead. That's right. <laughs> oh my God. What if that happened? What if you were on a date uh-huh. and your forehead just farted? <laughs> It's thankfully that's one thing we don't have to worry Isn't about. Isn't it wild that I don't smoke weed? Can you believe it? <laughs> Just intense coffee is all you're having right now. It's really strong <laughs> it's coffee. Strange. I'm like, oh, I can see the future. Whoa, <laughs> I can see through time. Uh, after the break, we're moving on from anuses to legs. Good times. A lot of them for real. Stay tuned. Please do. <laughs> Did you know that Elvis once showed up to the White House high as a kite with a bunch of guns? Did you know that Eleanor Roosevelt once had a romantic relationship with a lesbian reporter? Hi, we're Stephanie. And Tux. From Beyond Reproach, a comedic history podcast where we talk about political scandals like how FDR's grandfather made the family fortune smuggling dope. And messy government officials like President Johnson, who named his dick Jumbo and would wave it around at people on Capitol Hill. Gross. (laughs) And we do it all while drinking period-appropriate historic cocktails, like JFK's favorite, the lime. We are not historians. We're just a couple of drunks who never shut up and love history. We hope you'll join us on Beyond Reproach for some big facts, good laughs, a little bit of swearing, a lot of drinking, and a real good time. You can find Beyond Reproach wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And we're back. We are so back. We are so back. And Dr. Marissa, if if we were to look for a creature... Yeah. <laughs> A creature whose body has well over a thousand legs and is uh-huh. and, and is quite simply terrifying to look at close up. Which continent do you think we should travel Australia. to? Australia. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Australia. That's right, my friends. Pack your bags because we're heading to Western Australia. Of course we are. <laughs> Specifically to a region called the Goldfields. Oh. And where is this and why is this called as such? Don't worry. I got you. Uh, please, everyone, picture 
Australia. Excellent. Point to the left side. Okay. To the very west coast. Okay. Uh, now move your finger all the way down to the bottom. Okay. And it's here where companies mine for nickel and problematic cobalt by digging... <laughs> By digging deep as fuck boreholes, uh, anywhere from 65 to 330 feet below the surface. My God. Yeah. That is deep. It is very deep. So if they don't find anything, basically they cover the newly made borehole and walk away. Okay. They don't refill it. They just leave this gaping hole. That's a great plan. Nothing (laughs) bad will ever happen with this hole. Now, once Paul Marrick an entomologist at Virginia Tech University. Once he heard about these holes, he couldn't pass up the opportunity to look into them. I mean, who wouldn't want to look? (laughs) Who wouldn't want to look in this hole? That's right. (laughs) Thank you. Just like this podcast, Paul loves a good hole. Yeah. That's right. You never know what bonkers fucking creature may live inside it. Exactly. Now, Dr. Marissa, please tell us how and why Paul and his team went fishing for subterranean dwellers as described by scientificamerican.com. I would love to. All right, quote, By lowering cups of leaf litter and other debris to certain depths, waiting for a few weeks, and then retrieving them, researchers can sample the wide variety of life thriving far below our feet. The leggiest species on the planet is but one such discovery. End Quote, That's right. I am horrified for what they found. Yeah. I know it was exciting and I am excited for them, but I bet they found some weird oh, fucking yeah. shit. You fucking bet, you bet your ass they did. <laughs> you bet your transient ass they did. <laughs> okay, I'm fine. You're okay. All right. <laughs> I'm fine. Let it out. So, that's right, my friends, Paul struck gold in the Goldfields region by bringing to the surface at least four creatures of a species never seen before. Oh, my God. Let me begin this introduction by noting, my friends, millipedes generally have far fewer legs than the thousand implies. Yes. Uh, Prior to this discovery, a species called Elacme prenipes, I think, Anyway. (laughs) This was another deep soil arthropod, arthropod, sorry, arthropod, and it held the record for most legs, nearly hitting the thousand mark. Uh, it had 750 legs. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, this bug in Western Australia said, hold my beer. And heads up, it's going to be a lot of beer. Yeah. Uh, quote, one specimen Merrick analyzed had 1,306 legs which smashes the current record. That's just so many legs. That's so many. That's so many. The new uh, world record holder is a pale, eyeless creature. Horrifying. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it gets better. With a long, thread-like body that's nearly 100 times longer than it is wide. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, its cone-shaped head has enormous antenna for navigating a dark world governed by pheromones and a beak that's optimized for feeding on fungi. I can't... I'm trying to picture this mm-hmm. thing. I know. I don't know when I'm... It's like, beak, a uh, bunch of legs, uh-huh. uh, other stuff, no eyes, <laughs> That's right. antenna. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I don't know when. I'm, yeah. just, I, I'm, I'm just like shapes and colors <laughs> at this point. I don't know. Yeah, you don't need drugs when the shit is out there. No. <laughs> but drugs always help. Uh, always. Um <laughs> Continuing with the quote, uh, the legs are difficult to count because the animal tends to coil like a little watch spring, Merrick said. Uh, this is, of course, from the Scientific American article, Newfound Millipede Breaks World Record for Most Legs. Uh, Dr. Marissa, 
You know what time it is. Yes. Is it time <laughs> to look at it? Yes. Yes. Finally. Uh, I have two photos of the newly coined, uh, you, let me try if I could see this. All right. Let me see if I could say this. You Milipes Persephone. I like it. Yeah. Very godlike. Whew. Uh, one photo is a profile of the entire thing, okay. and another photo is going to be one hell of a close-up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. You ready for the first profile photo? I think so. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's like, it's, a, it's long. It's so long. It's, okay, so... If you've ever seen a millipede, not to brag, I had a millipede infestation once in my first college apartment. <laughs> wow. It's, we'll unpack that off, off the uh, recording. But um, they're kind of like, they're like, they, they can kind of curl up. Mm-hmm. They can kind of roly-poly on themselves. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of curling up, except it's so long. It kind of looks like a really long snake, except a lot less, like, elegant. But also elegant in its own way, because it's beautiful and it's on this cre- on this planet. But, like, it's kind of like um, a peachy tan color. Yeah, it's like a, almost like a rope. Yeah, and it's got really close segments yes and um and it's got these tiny legs that are like little hairs you can barely see them and it's just so long yeah and it's not perfect it's like coils around its uh, head area i'm guessing i think this might be the head because that's the cone shape so one oh. end almost looks like a part of, like looks like, almost like a pencil yeah like the head part the head part so that might be the eyeless pale part <laughs> we're talking about great um yeah i don't know why i thought the other side was the head they both look weird uh (laughs) it's not perfectly curled up like a snake it's kind of awkwardly like in a pile yeah so that's interesting Mm -hmm. but yeah it's long yeah um so i you know you uh noted the legs they're itty bitty almost like hairs yeah they to the naked eye they kind of look like fuzz so let's get a little closer okay oh great (laughs) (laughs) let's zoom in on these legs and you also brought up segments that's also really great yeah we're gonna get back to that too so here are the legs close up oh oh yeah it's they're, uncomfortable. They're ugly. Um, it's uncomfortable. I'm kidding. It's beautiful. Everything is beautiful. We just watched a lot of Queer Eyes, so I'm like, everything is beautiful. <laughs> Everyone is perfect in their own way. Um, this thing is a little rough. But they're, the legs, even compared, like, it's we're close up on the underneath. Yeah. And the body is very wide um, compared to the little tiny legs. Like the legs are kind of on a track right in the middle of the body and they're pretty small compared to the the body. Yeah. Usually when you see a millipede, the legs are outside the body. Yeah. It's kind of surrounding the body. But this one, like you said, goes right down the middle. Yeah. It's so, it's so bonkers. So weird. Um, you also noted the segments. Yes. So these sections or segments are called rings. And as with the tree, these body segments are added over time. Yeah. And entomologists can count them to establish a general age of the creature. Amazing. So Paul brought up two male and two female uh, species of varying length. Uh, so that means a varying age and number of legs. Um, the, small, <sighs> the smallest was still leggier than the previous record holder at 198 rings and 778 legs. Wild. The longest had 330 rings and the record-breaking 1,306 legs. Awesome. And you might not have this information, but what? how many rings equal like a year ah. or something like that? 
Great, great question. Uh, I don't know what the math is exactly, but if this species grows at the same rate as its fellow millipedes, they're around five to ten years old. That's so old for a, a bug. bug. Yes, yes. Oh my god. Yeah. No wonder why they're so awkwardly long. They've yeah. just been living yeah. and yep. creating more of themselves. Exactly. Oh my god. That's right. That's right. Wild. So I know what you're thinking. Are there bigger ones out there? And I'd say yes, absolutely. No. <laughs> but but don't worry. These things want nothing to do with you, uh, and they live 200 feet below the surface in abandoned mines in Western Australia. Love so it. Nowhere near you. Great. Uh, and here's even good, more, even more good news. Uh, just be thankful you didn't live on Earth 326 million years ago. I already was, but tell me more. <laughs> uh, Dr. Marissa, according to LiveScience.com, why is that? I will tell you right now. All right, quote, researchers in the UK have found the fossilized exoskeleton of the largest anthropod to have ever lived. These giant millipede-like creatures were the length of a car. That's right. What? The exoskeleton fragment, I'm like holding Jill right now. I'm so really uncomfortable. <laughs> the exoskeleton fragment is 2.5 feet long and 1.8 feet wide. This means the individual that molted would have been around 8.5 feet long and weighed around 110 pounds, according to researchers. End quote. Can you imagine one of these just like turning around your block? Yes. Just like turning the corner uh-huh. and just like, yeah, tick, tick, ticking down the street. Just- with all of its legs. It's the size of a bus. It's fucking eight and a half feet long. Jesus Christ. I, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm not ready. No. I, I mean, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Will it happen? I mean, I, you know, I, <laughs> here's the After thing. After the last two years, anything <laughs> could happen. I, you know, I just wanted to wish everyone a happy 2022. <laughs> <laughs> 2022. Fucking 22. Um, I don't know what will happen, but I think I can guarantee it won't include 110 pound millipedes. What a relief to start the year with something that won't happen to <laughs> us. Right. I, I think that's beautiful. <clears throat> How poetic. Thank you, Jill. You're very welcome. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm yeah. genuinely happy. I don't no have to. 100 pound millipedes. <sighs> Thank God. This year. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Whew. And thank you for listening, subscribing, telling your friends about transient anuses and seriously, just gigantic creatures that are just minding their business and so and, far below the surface of the earth. Yeah, and they're not going to bother you. No, it's great. Yeah. Leave everyone alone. Leave. <laughs> yes. Right. I like it. Uh, and please stay interesting. Please do.